Welcome to Brotherly Pod! Here it is Tuesday, May 10, 2022, as we recover from the NHL pulling its fist out of our ass! <sighs> Flyers fell in the draft lottery. Unsurprising. They will now pick fifth overall. Just, just fuck off. Nick is here. Nick, how you Hi. doing? I'm good. Thank you for doing this at a moment's notice. I I reached out to Dana half an hour ago and I said, let's scream about the, the lottery. And he said, eight o'clock. I'm not even I, in a I'm screaming good, mood. I'm just, just, yeah. just eh. you know, I'm not, I'm not good. Everything sucks. I'm wearing a tank top. I took a shower, but like, I'm still so mad and hot. I can't like, I need, I need, I need breathability. Yeah. Grab the first one I can find. It's, uh, <laughs> fucking pissed yeah you know i don't even have it in me to get angry anymore it's just so dumb everything fucking sucks nothing ever fucking goes right whatsoever never 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 when they flipped first of all i was gonna shit a brick if the flyers like got the worst they could have got was six right i think so yeah I, i look all things considered moving up one spot isn't that bad but all things considered, it's we never get anything nice. And the what only time a stupid we did, fucking system, by the way. Explain it. I saw like some grumblings about like this. If you get this pick, then you can have this pick, and if you don't, you can have this. Like, what's this new thing? I'm not understanding. Let's explain this to people that might not understand. Fuck, I don't anymore. even know if I can explain it to you. The system. Okay, so <laughs> they nailed down the first rounder. It's like a twenty percent chance for last place which first of all is bullshit what are you finishing dead last four for less than a quarter percent chance you know they did bump the odds a little bit i believe the last five teams the ones the the playoff teams the middle Hmm. of the pack do not have chances at the first so they did you know up the odds for everyone i guess a little bit for the last 10 teams or whatever it is but like I don't know. They uh, auction off all three of them, I guess. Or pick them. I don't even know what the fuck the system is. Regardless, it's overcomplicated bullshit. It's it overthought insanity that doesn't even help. And you cannot convince me for a second this whole thing is not rigged. And and, and the lottery to me is fucking stupid because the NFL, which is the big money maker, everyone watches the NFL. Not everyone, but. It's the biggest moneymaker in the United States, and they don't fucking gig you for for, for tanking or what finishing last. Like, Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. Plus, sometimes it might not even... It might, a team might tank by design, of course, but sometimes... The you, Penguins you did. Tons... That was 15 years ago. Dude, that was fucking went bankrupt. Fuck them. But like, and they've done it a couple times. But like beyond yeah. that, who the fuck is a team lately? Maybe Buffalo in the McDavid draft. But even then, that was just their shit. Dude, the fact that dude, when the Oilers kept getting number one picks, where they get Taylor Hall, Yakupov, Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, like, fuck that. Like, 
uh, either do what the NFL does and just go reverse order. Or, just, or, or, if you're going to do a draft lottery, lottery, go the last again. four teams, give them a 25% chance each, and shake it up that way. You don't need like to big brain this shit. I like that. There's no, there's no reason why the Devils should be getting the second pick again. No. It's a fuck. Aren't teams supposed to not be allowed to get the same draft pick for multiple years? That's in what I mean. Like, I don't now. even understand what's going on anymore. Fuck. There's 15 different rules, and all of them are just overcomplicated, overthought bullshit. Can we can we get any and then and then and then gritty? Oh, it's rigged on Twitter. I told him to rig himself to a jet and fly away forever. It's the first good take Gritty's ever had. Shit is rigged. I still fucking hate him. <laughs> He's the fucking face of all this shit. He's Val <sighs> Camillo's brainchild. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying fuck off to everybody. I'm so <laughs> fucking pissed. I. I I swear to fucking God, Dan, if the Devils, if the Devils got the first pick, I swear to God, I swear to Satan, I swear to Allah, I swear to Buddha, you would have seen me, there would have been a fucking chopper following my car down the Jersey Turnpike, and I'm going to have the fucking New Jersey Devil in my trunk. Just the Devils for the border. Devils stole a top three pick from us, and they're going to steal Johnny Joe from us this summer. So. Dude. Johnny Gaudreau could be another topic of discussion. He's a great player, but you can see in the playoffs again, where'd Johnny go? Beautiful penalty shot goal last night. You and I once talked about this, but Jim, like, when the playoffs come around, Johnny Hockey... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like... I'm Let's lame. try I'm and directions. fucking get into the playoffs before we worry about <laughs> yeah, playoff right. performers. Need, you're absolutely right. He is an upgrade over everybody. He, I'll settle for 100 TK. points in the regular except season TK. right now. Damn, no one's an upgrade over TK. Uh, no, no, he's the fucking... <laughs> Wayne Gretzky the can't fucking, touch Konechny, no. The fucking... That's another thing. That... <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau is an upgrade over... And people don't want him? No, let's, let's, let's run it back with these fucking jamokes we got that just... Yeah. God. So you know that people teams. don't want a good coach either? They don't want Barry Trump? Yeah. Please uh, enlighten me. I've worked the last two days. I just got done two hours ago. I had a, a poopy break, and I saw you say something about uh, there, there's people actively not wanting a good coach here. I will say, I think for the uh, Barry, the, a lot of people are on the Barry Trotz train. This is the most united I've seen Flyers Twitter on a personnel decision in quite some time. However, there is the vocal minority here that do not want him, and the excuses I've heard are absolutely wild, being that he's going to win them too many games. What the fuck's wrong with that? Because <laughs> it's going to ruin their shot at Bedard next year. Oh, because because we're such a blessed franchise, <laughs> yeah. we're going to automatically get him. The Flyers were this bad this year. And they finished fourth and ended up picking fifth. What the fuck? You know how... They weren't even close to last place as you. think they're going to make last place next year? And you think if they do finish last, they're not going to get fucked out of a draft and finish fourth? You know what I mean? Like, this whole thing is bullshit. This whole goddamn insanity. What is that? I'm going to... I'm on Wi-Fi and I keep lagging. I'm going to hardwire my laptop in case there's a hiccup. But it should go right into... (laughs) Write this timestamp down. I'm plugging it in. Mm. Fucking technology, plug in. There we go. 
I'm plugged in. Okay, great. I don't know what the hell I was yelling at. Barry, Barry Trotz. Yeah, they they think that, you know, they for, for some reason, the 20% chance of potentially drafting Bedard next season, the absolute best, is worth a full another season to be thrown away and not acquiring Trotz. What kind of insanity? I turned... I don't even want to say it out loud. 40. No, God damn it! I turned 37 in 15 days. I I just want competitive hockey again. I is it going to happen overnight? Probably not, because I think this roster is so fucked. But I haven't been to a playoff game since the Devils eliminated the Flyers in 2012, and I just want to go have some fucking fun at a Flyers game in May. Good luck, or even April. And even like you said, you said this on Twitter, these people that don't want to win too many games, with the puck sauce say something like that? He says stupid shit. I'm like sure that. he did. I don't know. I think I, so, I think he blocked me. Um, <laughs> Flyers Twitter is hell. I mean. What a loser more... fucking mentality. Seriously. What an awful. I swear to God. Inter Twitter is the best. I'm in a Buffalo group... Sabres shit. We don't want to win too many yeah. games. We don't want to be that good. We got to keep losing for the rest of fucking time. Why did we even fire Ron Hextall at this point? Yeah. Why? Yeah. What was the point? Just come back. He's the fucking second coming of Ron Hextall. Laid the masses. Lead the fucking rapture. I just don't understand. What the fuck was the point? Of... We just want to keep losing forever and drafting fucking middle of the road nobodies. Great! The fifth overall pick this year that we can fucking put on a pedestal for the rest of goddamn time. Oh, Logan Cooley's gonna fucking save the day so he can put up 25 points in 2026. Yee fucking ha! <laughs> and and let's and put our mediocre players on those pedestals. Travis connecting the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread and flushable toilets. Jesus that's, Christ! That's what I love about 52 Flyers points Twitter. completely untouchable! <laughs> 52 points. 52? 52. He didn't even hit 20 goals, correct? No. Oh, my God. That, what, that was great. 12, I believe? That was, dude, the reactions you and I got about two weeks ago when we brought up Travis Konechny, like, I I never got so much reaction to a tweet before. Never. Most of it was on my side. But when I said you would, I didn't say anyone is compared. I never said at one point people are comparing TK to LeClaire. Don't you never love that? I never fucking said that. I absolutely never love that. fucking said that. I said people act like. Well, like I this- never said he's LeClaire. I just think he's an untouchable superstar and the greatest flyer that ever existed. So I'm like, okay, so you never directly said LeClaire. This yeah. fucking Morgan Frost bullshit. I never called Morgan Frost Claude Drew Jr. I just put out a 3,000-word essay comparing the fucking careers of those two and their juniors. are Just fuck off. Fuck <laughs> off. Like, none of us say that shit, but that's what's ridiculous That is exactly about what you mean. That's exactly... What's awful about Twitter and especially Flyers Twitter? Like, my point is that they act like Connecting is one of the top ten Flyers wingers of all time, and he's irreplaceable. Someone fucking told me he was irreplaceable. Dude, Baker Wheeler showed up again. I've long since blocked. And I didn't even argue with him. I I don't do that shit anymore. I just go, Baker. I hope you're doing well, you crazy son of a bitch. Like, I still think it's Travis Connecting. You know, Sam Reinhardt had. 33 goals and 82 points this year? Uh, yeah. yeah. 
but Travis Konechny had 0.7 points per game and even strength. So His really, who's the better hockey player here? Oh, God. And He's Sam, Ra- Sam Reinhardt would not have had that level of success here. I don't disagree with you, but here's the fucking crux of that whole thing. Why are we defending the players on this current roster if they could not elevate Sam Reinhardt to great player status? Heard the same thing with Matthew Kachuk. He's going to be a 70-point player if you get him. Okay, so why are we hyping up Travis Konechny and Sean Couturier if neither one of them are capable of fucking bringing out a greatness in a very good player? Hello? (laughs) Anybody, can we get these wires to cross here, please? The prosecution rests. There's (sighs) your line right there. The prosecution rests. God. It's a joke. Ridiculous. I, I, so I'm going to throw a barbecue. Would JVR and Konechny get traded this summer? First of all, I'm going to rub it in everyone's fucking face. <laughs> and then I'm going to have a barbecue. I'm going to have a fucking party. <laughs> Watch them both I... fucking come back next year. Oh, God. You can't. You can't. I would hope not. At least you have to get rid of JVR. I would assume, Liz, if I had to guess right now, those would be the two players that I would assume are not back next year. Like, pretty thoroughly, I'm convinced that neither one ever coming back. I but I would not put it past this fucking organization at all to be like, JVR scored 23 goals. We we need him back for one more year. You know, Travis Konechny's 52 points. Oh, that's so good. We need him back. You know, well, I wouldn't. I, until they're gone, I ain't fucking tap dancing on nobody's grave just yet. I I can't do it. I can't sit through another season of watching this. No, I, neither I can I. It. Neither can I. I I was at a um the, I was at the Flyers Penguins game. I saw Katie again. Um, hi Katie. Uh, <laughs> I met I befriended this uh couple that were probably my parents' age next to us, and he's like a thirty plus year season ticket holder. He's done. He's one of the people that, uh... I, I wish the number of season ticket holders was public information that I could find out. Because I guarantee it is a bloodbath of the people leaving right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Look, viewership, you saw the stat. Viewership 39%. 39%. Come on. What was season it down tickets, last year? Hmm. Uh, season tickets, you know, followed suit right around that number, I'm sure. And being this dude I befriended... Uh, we just kept a, an open tally of like every time TK turned the puck over, just made a bonehead play. He made, but it's okay. He had 52 points and didn't even hit 20 goals. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And I was thoroughly pissed they beat the Penguins. I'm like, you're supposed to lose to these fucking guys and get a better draft pick, which didn't happen anyway. <sighs> nope. Fifth overall. We gotta get insert player here that I've never watched before. Do you know anything about like who could flip, uh, fit in that? Not a goddamn clue. I mean, yeah. Don't particularly care. I know all their last names. I just don't know anything about them. And I'm not going to fucking pretend to. No. And it's probably high unlikely because this is not a good draft class, correct? Eh. It looks like the top eight or ten players are basically all the same, more or less. NHL ready? Eh. Potentially. I mean, fuck, anyone on anyone could be NHL ready on this fucking Flyers roster. What 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 am I looking at here? This is for this year. Where are the TV ratings for last year? What's the date on this? May 9, 2022. Yeah, that was the other day. 
Hmm. So the ratings were up slightly last year, but it was a pandemic year. So nobody was actually in the fucking building. Hmm. Viewership are up. It was around the league 18%. Yeah. Okay. Can I get 2021 numbers, please? <sighs> yeah, it's all this year. And I don't need to take some time and sort through all this stuff. I'm not going to do on air, but... Yeah! Nobody's watching the Flyers. Nobody's attending no. the Flyers games. There's like 3,000 people in the building every night. But God damn it! We just got to keep this team together. <sighs> I fucking hate everybody. Except Brotherly Pod. I love all of us. Yeah. And I like Mikey. And I like a few other guys that and, and Bobby, of course. They're all on the same page as us for the most part when it comes to this nonsense. I do I had people fucking DMing me about the TK Leclerc thing. Like and I didn't even answer. I'm like, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I just <laughs> I never called Konechny as good as Leclerc, but I don't want to trade him and think he's the greatest of all time. It's like, well, okay then. Like, whatever. I just don't understand. If you can't fucking be I rational seen... and be objective about the fucking players on this team, that I've got no reason to talk to you. Yeah. <sighs> I, I wish some of these younger cats could could have seen, like, a proper Flyers team year in and year out. You caught the tail end when you were uh, becoming a young man in high school. Pretty much. That's a shame. I was uh, 10th grade during the 2012 series. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Again, I always love when you point that out. <laughs> Whether I'm recording with you or listening in my car, I'm like, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I always know I can always hear it in the, in oh, the multiverse. Oh, so you can hear me uh, yeah. down 15 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick's yelling at me. I can hear it. Yeah. Oh, God. Just like, I, dumb. The... the my, again, I'm going to say it again. When you first had me on, a real fear of mine is I'm not going to see a Flyers Cup or they're going to be skating it and I'm going to be shitting my pants in a nursing home and not even knowing what the fuck the Flyers are. It seems like a real possibility at this point. I mean, they're no, they are nowhere. I'm not watching every game in the playoffs because either I have to get up. I'm on day shift right now, so either I have to get up early the next day or plans, you know, whatever. But they're nowhere near some of these fucking teams. Nowhere near. Not them. even close. No. Not even close. Like, and, and like I was trying to get to earlier, what we've been screaming nonstop is the people that are like, no, don't win too much. Tank, look at the Sixers, as you pointed out. And I and that was out. a fucking wild thread today. Go. The fucking, look at the Sixers. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I mean, first and foremost, the Sixers. Spoiler alert, have not won a championship yet. I, I wasn't guess, even born yet when they last won a championship. I guess they're still technically in the playoffs this year as of this recording, but, like, the trust the process. You spent fucking ten years losing for a couple of second-round exits. Okay, great. What the fuck? Like, And two of those picks that they, they got Ben Simmons number one and Markel Fultz number one after all that tanking, neither one of them are here. Huh. Neither one of them. They can't I... get past second round. <laughs> yeah. God damn, we gotta try. Uh, th I, that is one thing I very rarely touch upon on Twitter: the Sixers being shit. Because boy, do those people 
trigger at the slightest bit of criticism of the process, but holy fuck, that thread today. We gotta fall. I can People don't want to rebuild, by the way. That's the other Flyers thing I noticed this year, is like, nobody wants... It, it, people cried their little eyeballs at every time Keith Yandel touched the puck this year and demanded the entire front office and coaching staff be fired after every single loss. You expect me to believe that we can handle five to ten years of losing. Doing this again. Bullshit. Bullshit. Well, Daniel, if the organization just let us know that they were rebuilding, we would have not complained at all. Bullshit. Because Bull if I remember one thing about the Ron Hextall era, it's that everybody loved Dave Hextall and Chris Vandevelde. Nobody ever talked shit about those two at all during their tenures here. Because we knew we were rebuilding. Right. Uh, do I have my history right on that one? Oh, I'm, I, I'm sorry. They fucking hated their guts and bitched about it every night. Absolutely nothing would change. I talked about this when they fired AV. We gotta fire AV. We hate this guy. He sucks. He's losing us games. While simultaneously going, we gotta rebuild right now. Hello? How, what do you think rebuilding is? It's a lot of losing. Okay? It's a lot. It's years of losing. Maybe it's not 10. Boy, people, I put that one out today. You know, we're going to lose for a full decade. People go, well, it won't be 10 years, Daniel. Okay, fuck, six years. Well, my fucking bad. Okay. In that case, fucking sign me up. God. Nobody's as ready for a rebuild as they think they are. That's the problem. I mean, I don't trust anything with, look, I, I'll say it again. And I think other guys have said it now too on the pod, yourself included. And I've mentioned how other how other fucking retired NHL players who know way more than us. If you have idiots up top and the idiot the the bird shit keeps flowing downhill, it doesn't matter what you do. The Rangers once had Lindros, Burre, Messier, Leach. They had like a fucking Hall of Fame roster. They missed the playoffs that year because they're a bunch of mismanaged idiots. Yeah, but we don't need a good coach. No. And by the way, they got rid of Vino, which everyone thought he was in. They, they, they got worse. Yep. Everything got worse. Yeah. Everything got worse after they left. So guess what? Your tank still happened. They got worse. I'll take either Trotz or Tortorella. Um, I did listen to the Spit and Chicklets interview today. They had Nick Foligno, a uh, great first name, also fellow Paisan. Uh, he talks about his time in Columbus. Didn't like Tortorella at first. Then he realized this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. Stop being a pussy. And he's a great fucking head coach and a great motivator. I would take him. And obviously Barry Trotz, you know, coached Nashville for all those years, built them up. And then he went to the Islanders and lost to the two-time Stanley Cup champions with the Islanders, which he won a fucking that, cup with the capital. Well, yeah, how did I fucking forget that? Jesus Christ. Thank you. He won a cup. He got Ovechkin to play defense for a year. He turned the Islanders from the worst defensive team to the best in the one best. season. The best. That's exactly it, too. You're not even exaggerating. They were the worst under Capuano, who was there way too long, uh, the Islanders. And, uh, um, and, yeah, made them the best defensive team and got them to the conference finals. And the second time they lost to the, the, the Lightning, the Lightning were $18 million over the cap. I just... Speaking of Islanders, real quick, uh, shout out to my boy uh, from Inter Twitter, Gianni. He's a fellow Inter fan. But he's a he's a fucking idiot from Long Island. But he likes the Islanders. So continue. Sorry. I just the none of the coaching hires before Tortorella 
did much for me. I think they're all about the same playing field, just no matter how you slice it. Whether Bunch it's of retreads. Maurice or Julian or Torts, you know, they all have slightly different things, but they're all about the same. Like, Trotz is one of the few guys that has the potential to be a game changer. One of the few guys that can, you know, salvage more than, than any other fucking coach. And I don't know if they ultimately land with him, but, like, there's absolutely no reason to do your absolute best and offer him fucking $50 million a year if he wants it. You know, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck he wants. Who gives a shit? You know, I, I just don't understand how you could go against that. And... I, I don't know. Just no matter who they fucking hire as coach, we got on our fucking high and mighty horses about, oh, I want Maurice, I want Tarts, I want, you know, Close Julian, I want Kirk Muller. No matter who the fuck they hire as coach, you, you the listener, will turn on them within six months and want them fired. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter if they pick your guy or not. You're going to fucking turn on him, right? That's what happens. That's what always happens. That's what happens in every other fucking Philly sport. Oh, yeah. Fire Gabe Kepler. Okay, they fired Gabe Kepler and everyone in fucking Joe Jordan gone immediately. Fire Doug Peterson. Oh, they did. And then people gave up on Nick Sirianni like week six, for Christ's sake. They didn't want him to finish the fucking year. How many nights did we hear fire Brett Brown every night for how many fucking years? They fire him, and everyone fucking hates Doc Rivers. So no matter who they hire as coach, you will turn on them before next season is over. That is just a fucking guarantee. Oh, God, you're so What right. does it Doug, matter? Doug Peterson won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. A fucking Super Bowl. And they turned on him in two years. God, you're right about that. Jesus Christ, that was so spot on. Yeah, and you're right. Because the Flyers probably, no matter who you put behind the bench, they they have to be better. Again, they have to be. Oh, someone bought my Ryan Ellis jersey. Wow. Someone, someone reached out to me on Twitter. My Ryan I took a wash on it, though, Dan. Yeah, I believe it. Because I bought it for 200 at the stadium like a fucking asshole that I am. The home opener got all excited. I was like, ooh, Ryan Ellis third jersey. I'm a fucking idiot. Everyone, please make fun of me when you hear this and you follow me. <laughs> like, I think you're a fucking dope. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. But someone bought it off me for seventy five. So took a bath. <laughs> took a fucking bath on it, Dan. And I'm still trying to sell my prover of. So if anyone wants that, that fucking shit. thing, you wanna give me a fucking <clears throat> seventy five bucks and a slap in the face, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, doesn't matter who you put behind a bench, you'll probably get better results, but again, you still need a you need a fucking massive overhaul. I like what I saw from Owen Tippett, I liked Noah Cates. Adder's probably going to start with the Phantoms. His defensive game is a little lacking. The offensive game definitely had some confidence. I like He's his got off- a hell of a shot. I like the cut of his jib, yeah. but he does have a hell of a shot. Um, Yandel's gone, obviously. You're not going to re-sign him. My God, what a fall from... I mean, Yandel was always like a defensive liability, but like he didn't even have an offensive side to his game this year. He was terrible. And he was... In- <laughs> He was top three in the team in power play scoring, and people want to defend this fucking. People hate Keith Yandel, but he was third, like top three for power play scoring. That was fucking baffling as well. The the power they scored more power play goals last season in the lockout shortened or the uh, pandemic shortened year than they did this year. They had thirty two power play goals last season. They had thirty this year. And for anyone that forgot, last season was fifty six games. Yes. 32 power play goals in 56 games last year. They had 30 in 82 this year. 
But no, our team's fucking fine, everybody. You fucking... And kidding. somebody goes, well, that's what you get for signing Keith Yandel. It's like, Keith Yandel led the fucking team in power play points, you assholes! This... That's the same... Listen, like, that's not good, but... If you're going to pull that excuse with Konechny, well, he's not bad because he led the team in points, then you can't fucking pull that bullshit with Yandel. Well, he sucks because he only had 11 points, but he led the fucking team. Just picking and choosing who we want to fucking like on this team. What bullshit narrative we're going towards this time. Fuck! And for anyone that uh, can't do math in their head like me and has had to use a calculator, uh, that's 26 more games the Flyers played this year than last year and scored two less power play goals. And also, Daniel... The Flyers gave up a shitload of shorthanded goals this year. They were in the top few teams in the league as far as shorthanded goals against. And they were one for they 19 in the shootout, by the way. They what? One for 19. Yeah, they were one for 19 yeah. in the shootout, everybody. 0 for 2 on the penalty shot. 0 for 2 on penalty shots. 0 forever as far as being good. They were 75.7% on the penalty kill. 26th in the league. 178 That's... to 235. The power play on the year was 30 for 239, 12.6%, which is a full percentage point worse than the Montreal Canadiens were, who were ranked 31st. Pico's going to withdraw. Like 30 for 239. Oh, my God. John Torchetti ran a power play that was 11 for 113. Well, he's gone too. 9.7%. I swear to God, if, if Mike Yo would have brought back his head coach, again, run the scenario back, but it says the Jersey Devil in my trunk, it'd be Mike Yo and Dave Scott and Chuck Fletcher. <laughs> Crammed in my trunk. Big trunk. Yeah. Quarter. Got some junk in your trunk. Look. The Philadelphia Flyers you, coaching staff. Yeah, got it. You need to overhaul. You know the penalty kill was 82.6% under Vigneault and Yo. That's not bad. They finished at 75-7. Nick Schultz and fucking Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams, 72% on the fucking penalty kill. Oh, fucking yeah. atrocious. They moved Daryl Williams off the power play, and he ran the best power play. And now, granted, best is a bit of a stretch, but it was 16.6%. 16 point here in the best version of the power play at 16.6% and then absolutely got the worst out of the penalty kill. Why the fuck did you move him to accommodate Torchetti? You assholes. <sighs> I hate everything. Had four power play goals in the first four games of the season and then went nine for 67. 13.4% under Michelle Terrian. <laughs> oh, French Mike. Yep. Remember when everything was his fault? Good old days. Fire Avian Terry and everything yes, will turn around. Yeah, great. The that went well. Is now in the pudding. That and now not only do they want Avian Terry gone, but they don't want a better coach in Barry Trotz. Why? I just peeked the shit out of the audio. I realized that. But why? You know who would benefit the most from uh, Barry Trotz? Sean Couturier. No. Kevin Hayes. Ivan Provorov, you got a team filled with defensive forwards. Hello? You've got Sean Couture and Kevin Hayes locked up for the fucking rest of human time at this point. You may as well find a coach that can accommodate the defensive end of the game. You've got a defense that is kind of promising here. 
They're all still young enough to pull their heads out of their asses if they had somebody that could fucking put them in the right direction. Carter Hart would benefit. Yes, Hart would benefit too! Fuck! If they bring back another mediocre backup goalie next year that should not, that, that that's over the age of 30, I'm going to flip the fuck out. I don't know what's happening that to the goalie. That poor kid. Now that they got Sandstrom. I'm curious what? to see what they do here. Oh, yeah, they signed him. They he signed Fedotov. So they have Sandstrom. But we shall see. The way they mistreated Sandstrom and promoted oh, Jones God. at the end of the season does not give me a lot of faith that they're going to make the right move here. But uh, I don't know. I don't think Fedotov... And everyone's talking about him coming over and getting the backup gig, and he's going to be starter by the end of the year. I don't think it's going to happen. Mainly because these same assholes said the same thing about Sam Erson, and that never even fucking came close to happening. So, I don't know. But he is on a one-year ELC. So if there's pressure on the organization to potentially give him NHL time to sign him longer versus, you know, bringing him over for one year, sticking him in the AHL, and he goes, now fuck this, I'm going back to Russia, yeah. you know. like So maybe there is a bit of pressure there to at least give him some opportunities. Like, theoretically, what should happen next year is you roll with Hart and Sandstrom and Fedotov starts in the A, and then Sandstrom and Fedotov are interchangeable as necessary. That's what I, I like would it. do. I, I would like assume ostomenko has gone. He's very clearly the odd man out. Urson, I guess it depends on how the rest of the system shakes out. He may start in the ECHL just as a uh, rehab assignment, potentially. It depends. Again, it depends on... If the AHL gig is open somehow, if Sandstrom fucks off to Europe and Fedotov is in the NHL, then I could see them rolling with Urson in the AHL. I guess it just depends on how that all shakes out, but... I would not put it past them re-signing Martin Jones. I just think they were way too friendly to him to end the season to to completely extinguish that fire just yet. I'm going to blame you if they sign him. <laughs> you just fine. spoke it into existence. I mean, I'm just reading the context clues on this one. You don't... If they saw Sonstrom as a viable option, what the fuck did they keep him in the AHL for? Why didn't they trade Jones at the deadline? Why would they have... The only reason Sonstrom got any playing time at all is because Carter Hart got hurt. Because they ran him into the ground like a bunch of assholes after you were eliminated from the playoffs. Oh, if only somebody called that one. Yeah. The only... And Sonstrom got, you know, recalled on an emergency basis for the rest of the season and played occasionally. Like, Jones saw a vast majority, probably three quarters of the last 20 games of the season. Come on. If they wanted Sonstrom in there, like, they would have made sure Sonstrom got those starts, but they didn't. Hell, they would have kept rolling fucking Carter Hart if it wasn't for the injury. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what uh, ends up shaking out there, but uh, When's the draft? July 7th, I believe. 7th and 8th. So free agency starts before the draft? Or this free agency going to be Free agency is like the 15th or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's definitely going to be another interesting summer. I mean, last summer got my hopes way up. And so did the first There's no way the they don't do where... anything this year. Like, I do think we're in for a summer full of change. <laughs> Whether it's good or not, you know, TBD. But for right now, like, yeah. I do think things... Uh, I don't think they're going to run it back, uh, you know, similarly again. So, oh. um, My voice is completely shot. If you look at who made the playoffs this year, I mean, can you see the Flyers leapfrogging any of them? No. Because, look, I mean, look at it. The, 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 the top eight was locked in since, like, Christmas. 
Yeah, the Metro division's basically been together since November. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, the Metro even sooner. So like, they're not gonna leapfrog. So I, I have a hard time believing like it's gonna be like the early '90s again, where they missed for five straight fucking years. Because as, as long as I mean, as long as as long as he's there, he's gonna carry that team, and people will want to go play with him. Nobody wants to fucking come here. No. So, this isn't a destination anymore. I know you, I've heard the other guys talk about it here. I've heard you talk about it. This isn't a destination. This isn't like when Danny Breer is like, oh, yeah, look at that young core over there. It's really good. I'm going to go be a part of that and the money. But, what core? There's no core here. No, there is a core here. That's the fucking problem. It's bad. That's what I mean, though. There's not Provrov, Konechny, Sandheim, Lindblom, Gatorier. That's your fucking core. It's bad. No, and all Travis of them fucking suck. Travis Konechny stinks. He had 52 points, Nick. He didn't stink. <laughs> yeah, for, I'm sorry. Travis Konechny is... Uh, the greatest goal scorer of our generation. Of all generations. Of all generations. Eric Lindros. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. God, these people don't know what a good winger looks like. I mean, some of you young cats. like Remember Gagne? Gagne was awesome. Gagne was a goal scorer. I miss him on Gagne, man. I fucking loved him. Handsome son of a bitch, too. You think anybody even knew, fucking knows who Simon Gagne is anymore? I think enough time. It's been fucking ten years since his return here. I think anyone under the age of... How old is Noah? He just turned 21? He loves Gagne. Even fuck, even he only witnessed the last, like, two or three years of his yeah, fucking when, uh, time So, here. like, eight years ago, when he came here for the lockout year... Oh my god, that's nine years ago. Yeah. So Noah was nine years uh, old. Yeah, 2013. So I'm going to go ahead and say anyone younger than Noah does not remember Simone Gagne. Probably not. We are reaching the point where, like, nobody even knows what fucking good hockey is anymore. Nobody even has a fucking inkling of what good hockey is. The Flyers have been shit since 2015. And in doing so, they fiercely defend this mediocrity. And they think, like... Konechny's good and JVR is good. Because they don't give a shit about the fucking success. They give a shit about their players' Pretty. TikToks. Travis Konechny makes faces. Great. You know what Travis Konechny doesn't do? Score goals. You know what wins you hockey games? Score goals. <sighs> God, John LeClaire would put up. He put up 50 fucking goals three years in a row. Yeah. We don't need a 50-goal scorer. You've got fucking JVR and his 20 goals, seven of which were scored after they were eliminated from the playoffs. They haven't had a 40-goal scorer since 2009. Yeah. It was Jeff Carter. Maybe 47? Something like that. He got close. Something like that, yeah. Gagne put up 40-plus in the 06-07 horrible year. Yeah. Another year they got fucked by the lottery. Mm-hmm. Scream about that one forever. The motherfucker that went first beat us in our own building of the cup. They can fucking acquire him in a trade, but no! We don't want to give up draft picks. I would absolutely trade the pick, by the way. Fifth overall. Oh, yeah. I'm doing oh, yeah. I'm Fifth trading that deal for off. anything. Quick fix. That's draft capital. Move it along. Trade away next year's first, too. <laughs> Did Philip Forsberg play with Trots? Probably. For that short period of time he was there yeah 
you picking up what I'm putting down? Mm-hmm. Reunion, maybe in Philly. Eh. That's if we get trots, or maybe he follows trots wherever trots goes if they can afford them wherever he goes. Philip Forsberg, like it would not surprise me if the Flyers get him because his numbers are kind of hot and cold. He's good. He had forty-two goals and eighty-four points this season, but that's he fucking good. Had fucking twelve goals last year. Everything was fucked up last year, though. He had yeah. twenty-one the year before that and forty-eight points. Like, this feels like a guy who, I'll you know, did good at what he did, and then he's going to come here, and he's going to be like fucking Travis Konechny, but with a little more talent. Can put I sometimes up fucking have to think, though, 20 goals and 50 points. Why would Barry Trotz come here? Why? You know what I mean? Like, I also, when I, the cynical side of me goes, why the fuck would Barry Trotz or John Tortorella go here? I mean, it's no fucking secret. That it's a disaster because over here. you would be a fucking god if you can turn this fucking Philadelphia team into something. Oh good. yeah, that's, if you come in here true. and you fucking turn this around and win us a cup, god damn it, you will never fucking buy another goddamn cheesesteak in this city. And based on Trotz's appearance, he likes his cheesesteaks. Like he'll be just fine. Uh, excuse me. Professional as always. That's my Bubba Coos. Still haven't gotten there yet. Come on. I haven't gotten to Chipotle yet, either. Yeah. Bobacuz is better. But everything's... Um, yeah, if... Again, yeah, you win here, they'll fucking build a statue of you. They fucking built one of Nick Foles and uh, Doug Peterson. And they put it out front of the Xfinity Live. But again, obviously, if you're a head coach... Like, logically speaking, Dan, logically speaking, flyers aside, like, obviously you want a job, but if I'm coming to you, like, what's the plan here? And and, and you get a look at the roster. I would hope Chuck Fletcher's like, well, I have a good plan, but there's this dope a couple doors down from me. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. Are those legit rumors that Dave Scott might retire? Doesn't seem like they're coming true yet. That would be excellent. And get Val Camilla the fuck out this door. She's a baseball person. This has nothing to do about her gender. She's from the fucking Washington Nationals. They're a fucking gimmick. She doesn't know anything about Flyers hockey. She's not about... Fuck her! Fuck her and Dave Scott. Both go away. Go back to the Nationals. Go go work for Comcast. I think Scott fucking off and... Whatever the fuck Tucker Carlson or the fuck his name is taking over is probably the you know the end game, but I don't think it's uh, immediate. Tucker Carlson, Tucker Roberts, whatever the fuck the guy's name is that was named in that piece. Yeah, Tucker Carlson is a right wing right wing propagandist. Whatever. <laughs> I just thought it was funny you said his name of all people. It's the first Tucker like, that came to mind. I said, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. Anybody well, with the name Tucker is a fucking douchebag. <laughs> or Travis. Or Travis, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, dude. I just... I was fucking pissed with the fifth pick and they flip over the flyers. I was like, fuck you. I would have been just fine. Why don't they draw the it. balls on TV? Oh, they do for the NBA? That's like I am. You cannot convince me that this is not rigged. 
I think so. It's just convenient that Montreal yeah. wins in Montreal. The team that actually finishes last gets the first yeah. pick. Hmm. Yeah. That was any other fucking team that would have been a goddamn disaster. They got uh, a draft capital to make some trades. They have Nick Suzuki, who's fucking good. Cole Caulfield is fucking good. Can't think of anybody else. <laughs> I do like Brandon Gallagher. I'd love him here, but not in a top six role. More of a middle six, bottom six role. But he gets paid too much. I would trade connecting for him in a heartbeat. One for one. Because Brandon Gallagher is actually tough and actually goes to the net. Remember when Nat, Matt Niskanen knocked all his teeth out in the fucking playoffs? Yeah. How about this NHL? Uh, the, the officiating in the, uh, in the NHLs was terrible in the playoffs. Those I mean, referees have been bad. Terrible all the time. Now you're there's right. more scrutiny on them because you're in the I, I feel like the more rules you try and make, and this is the problem with the NFL too, you keep fucking adding rules and tweaking this, and, and you put too much in the referees' hands. Too much. And then they, then they control the game. And then it's the makeup calls. And, all right, then I got to call one on them. And that's why Tim Peel got fired. And it's just, ugh. Did you hear that? Yes. I know, buddy. It's my cat. He likes me too much. Hey, pal. Um. Yeah, I, 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 I that was just the icing on the cake of this season was <laughs> moving up in the draft, not down. Or however you want to phrase that, of course. But you have two legitimate coaching candidates, Torts and Trots. Got a bunch of legitimate coaching candidates. Claude Julien. I'll take any one of those three. Anyone else I don't fucking want. I'd be oh, fine oh, with Paul Maurice. Maurice. Paul Maurice, yeah, right. Okay, four. Maurice. Any one of those four, bring them on. I, I just love... don't give a shit. If it's not Trots, I don't really give a shit who they are because it just doesn't fucking matter. I would love Josh Anderson here in Philly. I think he needs a change of scenery. Not on that fucking contract. No, thank you. You're right, that contract sucks. What if they get rid of JVR's contract? <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 there's a handful of guys. You know, we've all talked about it. You've done your pieces on brotherlypuck.com, everybody, about some potential moves. And a lot of them make sense. We want Matthew Kachuk. And then I outline how to get Matthew Kachuk. And everyone's like, fuck that! <laughs> Trading draft picks. No! I really do fucking hate Ron Hextall. I was going. I was talking with Bobby earlier on Twitter. And uh, that guy Dan Knightley, I think his name is. Um, I didn't do it. The Flyers picks rounds like one through three. During, uh, from like 2013, 2012 to now. And like, I'm sure most of them are busts or just didn't work out. You know what I mean? Like, it's a shame, like, for Sam Moran, like, awesome dude. Everyone knows he's an awesome guy. Just couldn't fucking stay healthy. That was the number one pick. That's a shame. Poor fucking guy. At least he got his goal. But it's a shame. Which was the single best moment in the last decade for the. And remember, they couldn't even rally around that. 
Like they just still kept getting their ass kicked. Mm-hmm. A kid with cancer had to fight, not anyone else. Like it's just uh, so many, so many low points in this uh, era. But I'm sure most of the picks, rounds one through three, from 2013 to now, or at least during the Hextall era, are busts. What are you pulling up now? Just responding to idiots on Twitter. That's all. Uh, God, don't, hey, don't feed the trolls. I'll feed them a fucking fist. Mm. <laughs> and not the good kind. <laughs> oh. What are people saying to you? Just, 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 just. I fucking hate Twitter. Uh, Inter Twitter, dude, is awesome. I'm in a group chat with a dude from New York, Canada, and Sweden. Nima, Gianni, and Tony. Awesome dudes. Most Italian fucking names I could think of. Everyone on Inter Twitter usually gets along. It's, it's, It's amazing. But I guess when you're winning and your team is good, like, I'm sure Flyers Twitter would be a lot more harmonious if things weren't going so badly. But you know what? I've been doing this Flyers Twitter thing for 10 years. I don't think I've been able to use the word harmonious with these fucking idiots. No. Because that's when it all started to go downhill. That was the peak. And it, was, it, and it wasn't even a peak, but 10 years ago was the, the Penguin series that we're still clinging on to so dearly <laughs> while they've won multiple cups since then. But, you know, I digress. I, I think winning cures all. I think you'll see a lot less stupid takes. But My brand's ruined if they start actually playing. <laughs> now, well, there'll always be someone that, like, stays. But luckily, I don't fucking have to worry about that anytime soon, so... No, you don't. <sighs> Anything else? No, how you been? Good? No, you just fucking lovely. Tell yeah. the people how you been. Great, people. Big summer plans? No. No? No Not trips? Yet. I haven't been on fucking vacation in years at this point. You need a vacation. Ugh, goddamn right you need a vacation. Gallon of tequila. No! Two gallons of tequila. Just hydrate as well. Dude, I went to Delaware for the first time last year. Place is awesome. Way better than Jersey Shore. Hmm. We're going again this year, but a different beach. I recommend any. You didn't do pig season tickets, right? No. I haven't been to one game so far. I've only been to one game as well. I mean, one. Back in April. I forget who they were playing. I I think they're called the Red Wings. Isn't there a team called the Red Wings? Yeah. Yeah, that's who it was. I've sat in one too many freezing cold, pissing rain, windy April games to ever fucking do that again. Not interested. Gonna wait till it warms up and try it again. Had a jacket on. Ugh, that was brutal. But I'll probably go to one more, maybe two more. But it's so fucking far. Definitely not a weeknight. I'm not dealing with rush hour during the week to go to a fucking Phillies game. No. But did you renew your Phantoms tickets? 
I did. I went full season next year. Yeah. Full season? Yeah. It really wasn't that bad. That's ultimately why I did it. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, too. But uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. So I was like, fuck it, price wise. I think I only missed three or four Wednesday games this year. I'm just, I go half season and then just pick up tickets as I go along. And I yeah. <laughs> basically went to every single game. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. May as well just do it. The prices weren't that bad, you know, compared yeah. to what I was paying for, you know, half season. So. You'll be able to sell some if you can't go. Yeah. Actually, probably not. But no, you know, make sure somebody goes. I always get my tickets off StubHub. Yeah, that's why they keep promoting. You can sell them on StubHub. And I'm like, uh, that building is empty, you know. More often than not, like I don't think anybody is regularly buying tickets on fucking StubHub, but I you know, it's not the worst thing in the world if I miss a game or two, anyway. So. Yeah, I'll take them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, that's all. At I least got. the Phantoms will be good next season. Yeah, that's all I got. Denoye, Forrester, Wisdom. Work. Oh, yeah. Hopefully Sandstrom. they make the call up next year. Like hopefully they play so well they have to no choice but to call them up. They should uh you know sign some actual veterans who are good at hockey and let them play in Lehigh next year. A lot of these yeah. Hextall picks are done. Hopefully, I mean they're RFA's, but I mean you know a lot of their contracts are up. Um, so hopefully they can you know start overhauling because I don't think there's much promise left down there. You got uh. Let's see here. Hogberg, Hodgson, Sundin, Shushko, Strom, Ratcliffe, Kate, Lazinski, and Allison are the RFAs this summer. I'd assume the Allison, Lazinski, and Kates are probably re-signed. I don't know if anybody else is. Mm. Maybe Ratcliffe. Mm. I'd be okay with all that. Then you have all those open you, contracts. I like Kates. To... Yeah, Kates is fine. Like Noah Cates. I don't know about Jackson. Not so yeah, no. I'm talking about Noah Cates. Yeah. I'm talking about Jackson. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> <sighs> That's all I got. I'm glad the weather is hopefully going to stay warm from here on out. That was some bipolar weather we had the last couple of weeks. We actually had like a spring this year. Yeah. I was fine. Fucking rain all weekend. It was fucking awful. A lot of rain, man. Yeah. That's all I got. Did you buy that jersey I showed you? It's on the watch list. I'm like mulling it over. I'm like... Did he send you an offer? He sent me an offer for one of the ones I was watching. No, he had a couple for sale, right? Yeah. I was yeah. watching one of them, and he just sent me an offer for it a couple hours ago. So. Which one? The Pronger one. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I... Again, I want one of those. For what it's, it's worth, that's a pretty good price for that jersey. Yeah, by yeah. Now I can talk to you about it. For those that don't know what we're talking about, now that we're just killing time, when the Flyers wore those Philly PD uh, patches on their warm-up jerseys, I've always wanted one. And Dan remembered that and found a link and sent it to me over the weekend. But it's, it's Nick fucking Grossman, <laughs> and it's a size fifty-eight. I 58 think fifty-eight plus. Yeah, it's gonna be a big jersey. Well, at least he was a big dude. Plus, you have to. Wear, it was wear... worn. It's autographed and it's got the patch on it. So, and it comes with the letter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still mulling it over. I got a mortgage. I got four cats to feed. <laughs> Gas prices are outrageous. Groceries are outrageous. <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna start moonlighting as a getaway driver, getaway driver like uh, Ryan Gosling did in Drive. I know all the roads up here. <laughs> all right, everyone, we'll call it a fucking day. Here, uh, I'll be back. We're recording Sisterly Pod tomorrow, and I. I have not heard from Anthony yet, but I assume we'll be recording his in the next couple days as well. So we shall see who goes where, depending on who does what. But uh, plenty of shit up on the website uh, as well, brotherlypuck.com. At Dan the Flyer Fan, at brotherlypuck, at brotherly underscore pod. You can text us, 267-227-0328, or call us. All of your questions that you need answered, Shane and I will answer. And uh, I actually had a good set this week on uh, Flyerside Chat, so it was a good uh, good run. Well done, you idiots. We had a text line for a year now, and you finally learned to send us good questions. But <laughs> yeah, um, at Dan the Flyer, did I do that already? At Dan the Flyer yeah. fan, at Brotherly Punk, at Brotherly underscore pod. Gear fucking cares. Nick! At Forza Inter 215. All right, everyone. Until next time, goodbye and good night. <laughs>